we believe life is precious. This is it. We've got one shot at this. It's on us to live life to the fullest, to maximize what we've been given and play the game of life at our full potential. Are you living up to your potential? Are you frustrated that despite your best intentions, you just can't seem to make the changes needed to take things to the next level so you can impact your career, relationships, and health? If this is hitting home, you're in the right place. Our mission is to open the door to the exceptional life by showing you how to play the game of life at a higher level. So you're playing at your full potential rather than at a fraction as most people do. We'll share the one thing that once we learned it, our lives were transformed. And once you learn it, watch what happens. Welcome to Think It Be It, the podcast. I'm Kelly Hatfield. Hey, and I'm John Mitchell. So, Kelly, let's uh, let's do something interesting today. You up for something interesting? <laughs> Always. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. So, think about your life and think about the pivotal moments in your life at, that really changed your your trajectory. And and think of them in terms of what led to that moment. What was the change? And now from a perspective standpoint, the impact of that, that change. And I'm thinking you do one, I'll do one, and we'll go back and forth. But I think the value to our audience really is, uh, is really understanding how you evolve in your life. And, and sometimes uh, that, that evolution is a function of, of being disgusted with your existing life uh, <laughs> and and what it takes to you know get to that moment where things actually change. So with that as a preview, um, uh, let's launch into it. Okay, sounds good. And what you just said reminds me of like, people are either moving away from pain or towards pleasure. You right. know, there's a, you know, um, and so this, the, did you want to go first with your story or do you want me to? No, I'd, I'd rather interview you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. And I think for me, the story that I uh, will share is about moving away from pain, mm-hmm. you know, and at the same time, um, the outcome is a pleasurable one, although it was a painful, a painful journey. So um, for me, I think one of the pivotal moments that stands out, um, you know, in my adult life would be my decision to leave a job that I had worked at for nearly 14 years and start my own business. And really where I was at in my headspace was I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you know that I yeah. was in a DECA competition in high school and, on, you know, and entrepreneurship. And like, I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I fell into this great job after school and uh, just uh, fell in love with it. Well, like many things, we talk about this all the time with being on autopilot. I blinked my eyes and 10 years had gone by and I wasn't an entrepreneur, you know, and I still talked about, oh, I really want to do this. I, you know, and I've shared that story and some people may have heard this already, but about a mentor of mine who said, you keep talking about this, you know, like what if you were having, you and I were having the same conversation that we've had 20 times already, three years from now, how would you feel about that? And I said, disappointed. And he said, well, you better get to getting, 
you know, if you're going to make a a change in your life, you know, and so it was that cold glass of water I needed, first of all, that I was um, saying stuff that I wasn't following up on. And I'd had this dream and everything. And then a couple of pivotal things happened in the actual role itself with the ownership that um, was uh, I knew I would like, I'd gone, I had great ideas. I really was excited about growing somebody else's company at that time. Still right. and was getting pushback, you know, and then they made a couple of really poor decisions. And, um, and so I'm like, I, I if I'm going to do this, I've just got to do it. And I've got to jump, you know, so I started the whole research pro- process, you know, to make that move and do it, but it was painful. I gave a month's notice. These people were like, family. They, um, you know, I'd been with him for 14 years. I was 22 when I started there. I was a baby, you know, and, uh, you know, and I learned some valuable lessons through that process. So first of all, just the pain of, of making a change and losing all stability, you know, uh, from a six figure job at the time, which for me was, was, I slowly, you know, climbed, climbed the ranks and was in six figures to no money I'd been saving, but, um, you know, uh, it, so that was super scary. And then, uh, I got a cold, hard dose of reality in understanding that business is business, you know, and, um, what I thought like loyalty, the reason why I stayed was this deep sense of loyalty. I felt to these people only to find that that really wasn't, um, returned. You know what I mean? It wasn't so a two-way some- street. Exactly. I got some life lessons as far as that was concerned, you know, and I think um, best decision of my life, you know, but there's something that's interesting that happens when you make a major change like that, even though like I made the move away from pain because I could do the job in my sleep. I wasn't challenged. I was so disappointed in myself that I wasn't living up to the expectations I had for myself or making the impact I wanted to make. So that was a painful place for me. But then something really interesting happened that I wasn't expecting, which was when I made that move from being a W-2 employee to being a business owner and sitting in my own office, like literally after doing the exit interview, I now am sitting in office space that I leased that afternoon, me and my business partner, and looking at each other like, well, now what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but we wrap so much of our identity up in our profession, in in our career, and I was the expert, like I knew how to do everything. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what to do. So this journey for the next three years of business, starting one in the depths of a recession, um, was a painful, was a painful journey. Um, but what was on the other side of it, by just having that grit and determination and resilience to keep picking yourself up, dusting yourself off and moving forward, you know, um, was, I mean, the best it was the best decision I ever made. Right. So, so back uh, <clears throat> when you, when you did this, had you been telling yourself that, that I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Yes. Like for years. Right. I've been, yeah. I've been like, I want to own my own business. I want to, I love this work. I want to do this for myself or um, something, but I want to work for myself. Right. I want to be an entrepreneur. So, so did you feel like you weren't doing what you were Say saying you were going to do a hundred percent. I felt like I was letting myself down, but I wasn't keeping my word. I kept saying I was going to do this. And that's why, again, that cold glass of water from that mentor, which was like, we keep talking about this and you're not doing anything. 
you know, and having that called out to me to, and said out loud and reflected back to me felt awful. Yeah. You know, not congruent with who I am as a person, you know what I mean? So I was totally out of congruence and in a line and out of alignment. You know, that's a, that's an interesting uh, thing in that an outsider had to smack you upside the head, basically, you know, and I think that's, that's how change happens is either reality slaps you upside your head or a person does. And that's, that's powerful because you're, you're so into your own head that, that you can't see the forest for the trees sometimes. Well, no, when we talk about the subconscious all of the time and our autopilot and our, and that's why I said, literally, if 10 years went by like a blink of an eye, you get yeah. into that onto that treadmill and you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, another week's gone by, six months have gone yeah. by. And here I am. And, you know, at that time I'm 32, I think. And right. I'm like, all right, the clock is ticking, you know. Um, so so that that was a major pivotal point for me. How about you? You know, I, I I'll tell I'll tell basically the story when I became an entrepreneur too. Um I, you know, I, as as I may have mentioned, I started out as, out as a CPA and and by the time I was like 27 or 28, well, I didn't want to be an accountant all my life. And, uh, um, but I, it was a good, good background. And, uh, so I remember, um, uh, getting hooked up with these, these three guys that were sold tax shelters to CPAs and they were, uh, they were players, you know, they were, they were true salesmen, but they, and they were in their forties and fifties and, and, Ultimately, I go to them and I tell them, hey, you know, I don't want to be a CPA anymore. Um, and and I, I, I knew that I had to be an entrepreneur to really have control of my life. Didn't know what that exactly looked like, but um, I knew staying as a CPA wasn't going to be the path. So I evolved to telling them, you know, let's let me come work for you because you're looking at all sorts of uh, tax deals and and you need somebody that can tell you whether they will fly from the tax code standpoint and whether they will fly economically. Now keep in mind these guys are they're are uh, are salesmen and and polished salesmen. Um, and so they said, sure, come come work for us. Uh, you can office with us. We'll pay you what you're making as a CPA, uh, which is like you know, literally uh, 30,000 a year at the time, which shows you how long ago this was. And, uh, and so I, uh, I do that and uh, don't know where it's going. And, and, uh, you know, I can sort of do my own thing on the side, whatever that might be. And uh, to make a long story short, I find a deal on my own, not through their sources. And I show it to them. They said, boy, this would be great. We could, sell the heck out of this. It was a real estate development deal around uh, a tax shelter building basically apartments. And they go, well, you know, boy, we could sell this, but we're not developers. And so I'm like, well, how tough can it be? You know, you find the land, find the architect, find the builder. And to make a long story short, I put it together. And then right before it was about to, to launch, I get fired. And and because I didn't bring any financial strength to the equation, of course, all this was done on a handshake uh, mm-hmm. because I didn't have the the 
you know, sometimes deals are just done on a handshake because that's mm-hmm. how it is. Like you try have to trust people. And uh into that ending it ended up that they they screwed me. And uh after I, you know, pouted around for literally three days, on the third day I get up and I'll go, screw them. I'll do it again. And and truly by the grace of God, I was able to do it again and create my own deal. And that launched me for the rest of my life as an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, I look at, at what's, so what's the takeaway from that? Uh, first of all, like, like you, you know, you think everybody has the same sort of ethics and, and, um, and sense of right and wrong that, that you do. And, and they don't. And, uh, that's just the cold, hard world. And, I look back now and I'm like, boy, best thing to ever happen to me, you know, best thing that they screwed me because, you know, I, uh, I, I picked myself up and dusted myself off. And, and even in my visualization today, I think about it every day. I, because I exhibited three characteristics at that point, because of that happening, I was courageous to, to embrace being an entrepreneur. Uh, I was ambitious, wanting, wanting more. And I was resilient to pick myself back up. And that experience uh, of, of getting essentially fired and, and all that, best thing that ever could have happened to me, my life, you know, from that point on, I was always an entrepreneur, never, never went back to being an employee. And I'm so thankful for that, even though at the time it was pretty much of a nightmare. <laughs> no, and I love to, you know, like, okay, so there were some things that you learned by going through that experience, just as I did, either whether it's about people, whether right. it's about not everything is fair, whether it's right, about right. not, um, you know, that you, as a result of going through that, there's a tremendous, there's lessons around every corner in what you went through, you know, about yourself, about other people, about how maybe you will treat other people and go into deals. Cause I know one of your, you know, um, pieces in your visualization is that you will always be fair right. and do the right, right thing, you know? And I think at, you've become a better business person and, you know, human as a result of having interactions with people like that, or going through some of those things were like, okay, I just was, I just saw an example of how I'm not going to show up, you know, um, in the world, you know, um, that's exact opposite of how I'm going to do business or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, I tell you, this may be a man thing, but every once in a while through all out the years, I'm like, you know, I had to drive down to Dallas and just kick their ass, all three of them, <laughs> just kick their friggin' ass. But but I'm like, you know, wait a minute, they did me the greatest favor ever, right? But, but they still disrespected me, so yeah. I may carve out the time to go kick their ass. <laughs> That's but awesome. so so tell another on you. Um, I think the next one that just comes to mind, you know that that God, there's so many things along the way, but I when I think of pivotal something that was really life-changing. Um, and I'll stay along this um, idea of, of entrepreneurship, but it was th- with you and I meeting. Yeah, It was with doing, having you as a guest on the podcast and learning 
and understanding more about the subconscious, how it works. Um, you know, I've talked about this so many times um, where it was just such a relief. I was like, oh, you know, now I get why, you know, I keep kind of hitting my head up against a wall or a ceiling, mm-hmm. you know, um, with, and not being able to move beyond it. And so, uh, you know, backing up where I was at in that point in my life was that I'd built a successful business, you know, um, eight figures from a revenue standpoint. Um, but we just kept, my business partner and I kept having the same problems, same issues with with leadership, with team size, with uh um, just not being able to reach that next level within the um, business. And so I was frustrated. You know, um, I knew that what got us to where we were, were wasn't going to be the same things that got us to the next level and that I was going to need new tools. I was going to need new knowledge. And it was going ha- to take something different, obviously, than, than what we had been doing. And um, And then you know, so I started that journey of, okay, well, I'll do the podcast for a few different reasons. You know, it had a business, Mm -hmm. you know, to bring in leads, but it also was selfish in the respect that I got to interview brilliant people, John, (laughs) um, who, uh, you know, where I could learn, you know, and, and learn from people who blazed the path before me or who'd been through or or who are, are where I want to be and pick their brains. And so that's when you and I met and I learned that technique. And um, life just got easier, right? You know what I mean, and better, and less stressful, and more focused. And um, you know, I just started making real leaps and gains um, personally and professionally. Um, you know, so and it did more than I ever thought it would. You know, I was initially like, okay, I'm going to break through to the next level in my business, and I was really focused on netting a million. And you know, right. but what happened on the path to getting there and who I have become and am becoming still and yeah. evolving as a result of that um, is, um, I mean, was just super um, pivotal for me. And so for me, that wasn't, there was pain associated there, but we were in good shape. I was making a really great living. And for me, that was moving toward pleasure but also I was at another pivotal point in my life where I felt like I was disappointed. I was letting myself down because I knew I had more gas in the tank. I knew I could make a bigger impact and I wasn't doing it. I, I was, I got comfortable again. And so right. it was that next tool that I needed, you know, in my arsenal to get to that next phase. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, I, I suspect that part of it was because you had an immense sense of control over your life in a way that you hadn't had before, right? Yeah. I mean, that was definitely one of the um, pieces for sure. And that immense sense of control, I think one of the things that I didn't expect because I was frazzled, you know, Mm -hmm. again, working harder and then, but, um, but the profit was the same, you know, revenue was going up, profit was staying the same. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm I'm exhausted. I'm sacrificing all these other areas of my life, you know? And so, um, uh, I, so the gaining control and then also as a result of that reducing stress, which you don't realize the degree to how much energy being stressed takes up. I mean, but you know, it, stress is pure control exactly. or, or the feeling of lack of control. Exactly. 
So, um, so yeah, a hundred percent would agree that the, you know, gaining control over my life to a level beyond what I'd ever experienced before. Like, I didn't even know that that level of control existed, Yeah, you know? Um, and I'm a control, you know, I like to control things. <laughs> yeah. 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 I noticed. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh wow. This is like a superpower. Um, right. So. <laughs> right. Right. I know. <laughs> Well, you know, that that is on my end, that reminds me of, you know, when I was 50 and and uh, being dissatisfied with 20 years of making low six figures a year. And and then, you know, deciding I, I look back and I see how the, the pure power of this to to find the top book in the world on success and apply that book literally word for word to my life, which is Think and Grow Rich, read by 100 million people. And, you know, I didn't anticipate that when I was going to do this, it, it would say there's a secret to success, but he's only going to give you half of the secret. And, and you know, so I, you know, mope around for a little while and, and just then man up and, and immerse myself in the book, read it 20 times, probably over two months and, and, and create this uh, uh, 12 minute day technique. And, you know, now I look at it and I'm like, this is so friggin' simple. And I always, you know, throughout my life, I always thought there has got to be a, uh, a success formula that if you just do this, it'll work and you'll be successful. And, and I knew it had to be simple. I just intuitively knew it had to be simple. Uh, I also saw uh, that where would be the most likely place to find it? Well, maybe a book that is the top book in the world on success by a factor of 10. You know, the, the law of large numbers tells you there's something there. And, and so once I figured it out and then I'm like, I step back now and I go, of course it's simple. So you create this immense uh, clarity about your life, you know, exactly the person you want to be exactly what you want to accomplish and precisely going to how you're going to achieve your clearly defined goals so you take that clarity, you feed it to yourself every day. Of course, it impacts your daily actions. And then those enhanced, improved daily actions creates the life you want. I'm like, wow, this thing doesn't get any simpler. And <laughs> and and uh, I'm, I'm always amazed at people. What are you not getting here? <laughs> <laughs> I totally. You know, but but that's people. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so I'm good. If you don't if you don't get it, that's fine. But if you do get it, great. Yeah, uh, there's, there's just there's a better way for sure. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, my gosh. And I, I you know, I'm so blown away about how it impacts my marriage and my my health as well as my career. And and, you know, like like you, you know, I start, you know, making, uh, you know, uh, multiple millions and and that was great. And but I saw that the just being able to play the game of life at a higher level and, and at my full potential, boy, that was the joy and, and is the joy for for me. And but I see again, you know, the the wisdom for both of you and me had to come from somebody else. You know, I had to give it to you. And Think and Grow Rich had to give it to me, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's the lesson for our our uh, audience today is is figure out whatever the challenge is in your life that you want to go to the next level at and then 
go find somebody else to help you do it because you can't do it. If you could do it, you'd already have done it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yep. so you know, it's got to come from a, an outsider's perspective. And uh, uh, so I think that's the lesson for the day, right? I love it. No, I think absolutely seek out, you know, those mentors, seek out that knowledge, you know, right. seek out somebody who's been where you want to go. Um, you right. know, you talk to the most successful people in any field or in any lot in life, and that's exactly what they've done. They didn't do it alone. They they right. talk to people who blazed the path before them. And there's no need to reinvent the wheel. There's people who've done it. You know, you can make it better by um, but that's the lesson here is seek that knowledge out and uh and there is a better way right there's a better way um right so (laughs) you know maybe maybe we'll we'll do another episode on this i you know one of the things i would talk about is is deciding to get uh married to the ginge that was you know a big (laughs) uh a big thing um uh maybe also how i've found the reverse mortgage business, which was really God just looking down on me and going, I'm going to help this poor slub. He's, <laughs> he's having trouble. Yeah. But I don't know. You think about uh, a couple more on your end and we'll do it maybe next uh, next episode. Sounds good. We'll do. Looking okay. forward to it. Okay. Until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life. <laughs>